0: In this week's Parsha, we read where the commands Moshe Rabbeinu to inform the Jewish people that he will redeem them from its Mitzrayim. However, the Torah tells us that Klai was so exhausted and so hassled they didn't have the serenity, they didn't have the peace of mind to listen to Moshe's message. Just go away, they told them. We aren't buying whatever you're trying to sell us on. And the question is, logic would dictate that just the opposite would be true. Usually when a person is in a desperate situation, he will even grasp at straws to try to get himself out of it. Unfortunately, we have seen many times that when a person finds himself in dire circumstances, battling illness or they having legal issues, they will leave no stone unturned or spare any course to try to find a solution for their troubles, even if those odds are extremely remote. Because when a person is hoping for a cure or is eager to get out of his predicament, he'll suspend all rational thinking and he would try unconventional methods, things that he would normally never do. So the question is, if Kalah after being tormented and oppressed for 210 years with no hope in sight, and on top of that, power just increased their work- workload considerably by refusing to supply them with straw, why wouldn't they at least listen to what Moshe had to say? Even if his words only have a small chance of it coming to fruition, it should still give them hope. So why didn't they buy into his promises? And the Rabak says something astonishing. When the Torah says, V'lo It doesn't mean that Klal Yisrael didn't listen to Moshe because they were in a state of Koitzeruch, Meaning that Klal Yisrael suffered from Koytzeruach. But rather, says the Rabag, it was Moshe Rabbeinu himself that was in the situation of Koitzeruch. He explains, when Moshe saw that Parah just increased their burden, he became so frustrated and exasperated. And he thought, now there's no way I will be able to convince them that Hashem will liberate them from this harsh slavery and send them out of Mitzrayim. And since he wasn't so confident in himself that he will be able to persuade them, therefore his message to the Jewish people rang hollow. Says the ral it was Moshe that suffered the Koitz similarly a salesperson is trying to convince people to buy his product or his idea if he doesn't truly believe that this concept or the product he's trying to sell is a great and necessary item and it is essential that the customer must have that product he will never be able to sell them on that item our lesson here is real simple as a parent if we are administering words of admonishment and rebuke, we must ourselves take those words to heart and be truly convinced of their truth and value. If not, the likelihood of the child taking that rebuke and advice to heart is not very good. As parents endeavoring to educate and convince our children to follow our particular path in life, we must ourselves live by those values and ideals and believe that this is the only correct path to follow. Otherwise, the child will see right through the parent and know that it is not that important and the parent's message will be viewed as lip service and will not be adhered to. There's a story told of a young man whose wife just gave birth to their first child. And he approached the Chafetz Chaim and he asked him, When and how should I prepare myself for child raising? He said, Rabbi, please give me some tips on how to ensure that my son will grow up to be a righteous, moral and ethical person. The Chafetz Chaim responded, Mazel tov, young man, but I'm afraid you are a few years too late. The Chafetz Chaim was conveying an important message. Ideally, Chinich starts when the parents are still single, when they create and mold themselves to be the best role models possible for their future children. Why is it that we see that children, especially young boys, are so passionate about their local sports teams, or they are so infatuated with the latest model cars? and the girls are so obsessed with shopping in the latest fashions. However, when it comes to the more important things in life, they don't seem so excited about them. And the answer is very simple. Children are passionate about the very same things that their parents are excited about. They become impassioned with what they hear being talked about at home. If the father's life revolves around the Yankee game, or the talk around the Shabbos table is about the latest model SUV that the neighbor got, or at which mall we'll be shopping next, then that has the most impact on the child. He feels that that should be important to him or her. However, if the father comes home from shul and all he talks about is how inspirational the davening was, or how he was uplifted by the learning and the chesed that was done in shul, then that has the biggest influence on the children. If a parent lives his life by the phrase, do as I say, not as I do, he stands no chance of getting his message heard. Children will imitate and emulate their parents' actions, not their hollow words. If you want your child to learn to do chesed or dab with more intent, you need to lay down the groundwork for them and demonstrate it first by putting those traits on display for them to see that you are being sincere with your message. Lead by example, then you can be assured that they will follow right behind. It's never too late to be a positive role model. And now we know. Have a wonderful day.